0: A lot of love for Judd Brackett's 2022 draft class. Plus, Bill Guerin puts his foot down on the Cam Talbot situation. And we discuss the qualifying offers the Wild extended on qualifying offer day madness today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Today's episode of Locked On Wild is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. online, where the game starts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we finish up with the 2022 NHL Draft class for the Minnesota Wild, taking a look at who they selected on day two of the draft. We also talk about, hopefully, the last bit of the Cam Talbot-Mark-Andre Fleury situation, and we look at a couple of qualifying offers the Wild extended to a couple of their restricted free agents, on a day where most teams either did or didn't in that area. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota teams, and now guiding you through the offseason here on Lockdown Wild. It was another banner draft for Judd Brackett, and it, it's been a discernible pattern with Judd Brackett's draft classes is you have just these what are deemed to be massive home run swings in the first round and some pretty good steals over the the latter rounds of the draft. And in 2009, we had Marco Rossi, who was widely regarded to be one of the best picks in the first round. In 2021, it was... Jasper Wallstead. And now this year, Danila Yurov is going to be another name that uh, people go back to quite a bit uh, here over the next couple of years, just widely regarded as one of the top 10 talents in this entire draft class that ended up falling to the Wild at 24. So Brackett making some, uh, some great picks in the first round, kind of letting the board play to him. But some very solid picks through the rest of the draft as well. And so today we're going to start by going through those other players that the Minnesota Wild added with their draft class. We'll start in the second round as the Wild had a couple of picks in the second round after their two first-round selections. And that uh, started in the second round, 47th overall, with uh, center Hunter Haight. And uh, for Hunter, his elite prospects profile... Uh, is as such. The clear-cut best of the lot is Height's puck skills. You'll often see him use that handling ability in unexpected, creative ways to get around opponents, outmaneuvering them with deception at points and pure talent in others. An advanced give-and-go game allows him to work past well-positioned defenders, repositioning himself to collect the return pass and continue his approach. And once Height gets past the first layer of the defense. There's more than enough shooting and passing skill at his disposal to press his advantage to productive ends. He played with the Barry Colts in the OHL, 22 goals in 63 games, 41 total points for Hunter um, in the 2021-2022 season. And I I think the thing that pops right off the bat to me is is puck handling. If he's going to be a center uh, for this team, Sometime down the line, you know, it it makes it all that much more appealing if he's somebody that has those elite puck handling skills similar to what we have seen with Matt Boldy in his young NHL career. Having that as a center with two great wing options on either side of you, chef's kiss. So uh, that is Hunter, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Hunter Height. Um, Hope I'm pronouncing that right. He, um, again... The first pick in the second round for the Minnesota Wilds. We move on to Rieger Lorenz, who will be going to the University of Denver um, this upcoming season. And uh, Judd Brackett had some things to say uh, in regards to uh, what Lorenz brings to the table, and um, he does a really he does really good board work with his ability to spin off checks and to get to the net said Brackett. More than halfway through the year, he was a point and a half per game player in a strong league. We liked the path. We liked the development curve. Denver does a great job with their players and obviously with David Carl coaching there and his brother is a part-time scout with us. So that was a nice connection. So uh, for Lorenz, uh, I should mention as well, not that it matters uh, for a player who is 18 years old, but, uh, but height checks in at five foot 174. he's a right-handed shot. Uh, and for Lorenz, he's six foot two, 194, a left-handed shot. Uh, and so those were the, uh, the two second round picks for the Minnesota Wild. Um, looking next to the third round, pick 89 overall, uh, the Wilds go with uh, winger Mikey Milne of the Winnipeg Ice of the WHL. Guy had 81 points in 68 games last year and then added 19 points in uh, 15 playoff games. So if you, uh, if you look at his total numbers, he ended up playing in 83 games and uh, he finished the season with 52 goals, uh, 51 goals. So just some insane production. Um, was a 100-point player. Uh, in the WHL uh, and their playoffs as well. So obviously, very talented player there. Um, his bio and his elite prospects profile, an absolute nuisance in the defensive zone. Millen scans off puck for threats and closes with force as plays develop, always taking that extra stride to make contact where others lunge with their sticks from a glide. A glide. The motor never stops running with this player, making him an absolute force on retrievals too. This also applies on the forecheck, and so um, the thing that I like there is somebody that's not afraid to kind of muck it up on the uh, on the boards, go after loose pucks, that kind of thing plays uh, just perfectly into what the Wild like to do. You know, not. Not saying the grief line will be playing forever, because they won't. But if you are trying to replicate that type of style down the road, these types of players definitely factor into that. Uh, Just pesky and and frustrating to opponents to try to go up against on a shift-by-shift basis. So really like hearing that. Uh, We also move to uh, Servak Petrovsky of the uh, Owen Sound attack of the OHL. Petrosky this past season had um, 28 goals, 26 assists uh, in 65 games, uh, then had uh, six points in seven playoff games, and then played on the uh, Slovakia Under-18 team and uh, had 11 points in eight games. So another productive player there, and uh, Judd Brackett, just continuing to uh, to add some solid pieces uh, to his draft class. Petrovsky also 5'10", 181, and a left-handed shot. Uh, he is a center. Now, again, not something that super matters with players that are 17 and 18 years old because obviously they will grow, but um, I do like because it was something that I wanted to see going into the draft. I do like that the Wild made... A nice effort to add some center prospects uh, to the uh, the prospect pool. There's a little light behind the likes of Marco Rossi and Murat Houston Um We're gonna have to get Spoke Z on here at some point because I have had some people on Twitter asking about uh, Alex Kovanov. I'm not sure what to make of that uh, because you know you'd like to put him into that mix as well, but guy had a very weird season between the uh, the ECHL and the AHL. So love to get that ironed out. But uh, nonetheless, I do like the uh, Petrovsky add uh, to the Wilds center um, prospect pool. And then a couple of defensemen to finish things off. We start off with Ryan Healy of the Sioux Falls Stampede of the USHL. Had uh, 21 points in 59 games last season and uh, three goals, 18 assists. In the offensive zone, Healy follows the script laid out by the NHL's most dynamic blue liners. Move through every pass reception, watch the feet of the incoming defender, then attack in the opposite direction. From there, his hands do much of the work. He dekes through and around defenders with shocking ease, showing quick hands in reactionary situations, and carefully setting up defenders by pushing the puck into their space, then pulling it away as they reach in. Uh, Brackett also has a little bit of a connection to Healy, Uh, mentioned that uh, he lived uh, just a town over uh, from them in Massachusetts, his kids played in the same program as Healy, so uh, as Brackett says, there is a lot of history there, he's a terrific puck mover, he's really, really agile, great edge work, the power play is his bread and butter, and uh, he'll be going to Harvard with a great opportunity in front of him to develop the offensive side. Final prospect that the Wild added was uh, David Spasek. Uh, Again, I hope I'm pronouncing these right. Um, Plays in the QMJHL, and uh, he ended up with 50 points in 57 games this past season. Also had 13 points in 11 playoff games and uh, played uh, in international competition as well. So uh, all in all, a draft class that a lot of people really liked uh, that are uh, national media members that cover the NHL on a regular basis, gave the Wilds a lot of praise for their class. And obviously that starts at the top, getting a guy like Danil Yurov at uh, 24th overall when he was uh, expected to be somewhere in the top 10 could be a massive steal for the Minnesota Wilds. Good work done by Judd Brackett once again. Uh, obviously, that wasn't the only thing that happened over the weekend, and so we will discuss the latest in the goalie battle, Cam Talbot versus marc Andre Fleury. We've got more on that coming up here on Locked on Wild. Our next partner is a product I use every single day. I started taking AG1 because, let's be honest, I didn't have as much time as I would like to go into the kitchen, grab all my different vitamins and supplements, put them together or blend them together and, uh, and get that all in my system before I hop out the door for work. AG1 allows you to absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens in just one delicious scoop. It helps you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, everything you could possibly want. Plus, it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. Plus, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, so plenty of others have tried it and they love it. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs on your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Keep an eye on our channel on Wednesday, as uh, depending on how things go in free agency, we will do a live reaction episode later in the afternoon uh, to recap any of the big moves that the Wild make with limited cap space on day one of free agency. Getting back to some of the things that happened over the weekend, obviously the big one was uh, the continuing Marc-Andre Fleury, Cam Talbot situation. So let's get you up to speed for those that missed it over the weekend. Obviously Marc-Andre Fleury re-upped with the Wild, a two-year deal worth $7 million total. Now, Interesting note on the Flurry contract that I was not aware of uh, until during the, uh, the weekend. It technically is only a one-year deal. If Flurry decides after this season that he is ready to hang it up, the Wild are not on the hook for that second year of the deal. So you can look at it as a one-year $3.5 million contract or a two-year $7 million contract, depending on how things play out. Depending on who else is uh, with Flurry in the uh, the goalie rotation, so Flurry contract happened, and uh, there were some reports that Cam Talbot and his camp were not super thrilled about uh, the arrangement with Flurry uh, heading into the season. A tweet from Pierre LeBrun from Friday. Cam Talbot's agent, George Bezos, met with Wild GM Bill Guerin during the third round of the draft. We both stated our positions, Bezos said via text message. Billy has a lot to think about. This started a little bit of a swell as to, does Talbot want to trade? Is he done? Does he want to just move on from the Wild situation? Was he hoping to be the de facto starter, or uh, something like that happens to where, you know, he he wasn't super thrilled, obviously, with how things played out in the playoffs against the Blues, not getting in the series till the final game of the season. So did that situation just finally kind of run its course with the decision to bring Flurry back? There was also uh, from Russo a, a notion that maybe this was Talbot's camp just – not happy at him being the lesser paid of the two goalies. And so there was some talk that maybe this was just a ploy by his agent to, uh, to try to get him a little more money. Well, I think Bill Guerin pretty emphatically stamped out whatever it was. Uh, this from Russo on Friday. Bill Guerin, and I quote, I don't have S to do. Cam Talbot's under contract. George can say whatever he wants. My team's set right now, and that's the way it goes. We can have all the discussions we want. Cam's a member of our team. We really like Cam. All we're trying to do is win. (laughs) Well, if there was ever any doubt this is Bill Guerin's team, there shouldn't be any more. Because that is about as emphatic of a statement as you can possibly make as a GM to try to squash whatever potential trade beef, contract beef, any of that. I, I don't know how you further that as Talbot's agent when the GM basically says... Take it or leave it, you're on this team. And we haven't heard anything really since. The goalie market has gone off the rails with the uh, the trade of Matt Murray from Ottawa to Toronto. So, there have been several teams who would potentially be in a position to acquire somebody like Cam Talbot, and the Wild have not acted on. it. Now, let me... Let me put it out there. Obviously, I am a fan of Cam Talbot being on this team. Bill Guerin is a fan of Cam Talbot and Marc-Andre Fleury coexisting as a rotation, like they did from the trade deadline to the end of the season. The goal being to keep both guys fresh, to make sure that neither develops any sort of a, an overworking throughout the season. That's the way Bill Guerin would like it, and that's what Bill Guerin is going to get. Now, there are a lot of different ways to look at Bill Guerin's response to what Cam Talbot's agent was saying. Obviously, if you're going to be a successful GM in any sport, you have to look at it as a business. And so, that statement is is about as, as business as it gets. Now, we had an example recently in Minnesota of a coach who had a pretty abrasive style and just told it the way it was, and if you didn't like it, tough. Didn't work out all that great. So, Bill Guerin is towing... A line here, and if you're an agent, not the thing that you want to hear coming from a general manager of a team, but at the end of the day, it is Bill Guerin's team, and not going to take any of this like angling for, um, angling for additional money uh, for a contract because the other part of this too and we'll talk about this when we get to the qualifying offers that were extended and one that was not for the Wild. Bill Guerin is basically looking at his watch right now and counting down the days until Jesper Wallstead is ready to take over as the franchise goalie. Uh, Wallstead participating in the Wilds development camp this week, and he will be in Iowa this season. And so, it's easy to it's easy to look at the two cars that you have in the garage when you know you bought one that's not quite ready and is brand new, has everything you could possibly want. And it's easy to look at the cars you have in the garage and say, eh, can get by with them for now. But we got the brand new one ready to go in... Hopefully, a couple of seasons, two, three seasons and so at this point it's it's kind of just a plug and play for Garen. He likes the uh the flurry Talbot combo. If Talbot wants to be a part of it he he will be if not, Bill Garen's gonna find a place for him, and I should preface too. This is a lot, a lot of this is coming from his agents. We haven't heard reports of anything necessarily that would lead. Um, We haven't had anything directly from Talbot in this situation. So it's one thing coming from an agent. It's another thing coming from a player. So just thought it was, uh, I got a good laugh at it on Friday when, uh, when that quote came out, I was like, boy, Bill just, he just tells it how it is. And that was evident from that, uh, that first quote of the year when he was asking the team what, uh, what it was all about. And he was not super thrilled by uh, Jared Spurgeon's response. It has been Bill Guerin's team, Bill Guerin's way ever since. Free agency starts on Wednesday. And there was a round of qualifying offers extended to not only Wild players, but a lot of players throughout the league. Some glaring omissions to that list. And so we'll uh, we'll start today by, uh, by looking at the players that the Wild did extend qualifying offers to. And then uh, on tomorrow's show, we'll look at some of the big names that are going to find their way to free agency. The Wild don't have a ton of cap space, but... They could get creative, depending on uh, who they're looking at. So uh, we'll take a look at a couple of the names that the Wild extended qualifying offers to to finish today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball season, as well as NFL futures with the season set to start in a couple of months. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, eSports, and scores. And BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all that and more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Thank you for helping the YouTube channel get to 1,000 subscribers. Just getting started. Qualifying offers for the Minnesota Wild were extended today, and the Wild extended a couple of them to forward uh, forwards, Mitchell Chafee, and Nick Suwani. Uh, the Wild did not make qualifying offers to goaltender Derek Berbole and defenseman Fedor Gordiev. So, let's start with the offer that they didn't make. Derek Berbole. Now, a couple of years ago, Hunter Jones and Derek Barabo was the AHL combo. That was those are your two goalies. That was your Flurry Talbot. Flurry Talbot. Of the uh, the AHL, a lot has changed since uh, with the Iowa Heartlanders coming into the picture. Uh, Hunter Jones spent time at both Iowa and uh, down at basically spent time at both Iowa spots. Now, the interesting thing with Barbo is that he showed flashes uh, previously with the uh, the Iowa Wilds also with the um he showed some flashes previously but this past season not super great. The Wilds have done a couple of things at uh at the goalie position. Um they obviously came to an agreement on a 2-year extension with Zane McIntyre. Uh that was announced here today. And so McIntyre will be the uh the player that you know is is kind of that uh Andrew Hammond from a couple of years ago. He's the uh the depth goalie that will uh be able to come up depending on how things play out if there's an injury to either Talbot or Flurry, and the Wild need an emergency backup. Uh McIntyre will be able to do that uh for the Wild um here this season. So that um that will also leave him as probably the backup in Iowa because, and this is the reason that, uh, that Barabow, well, one of the reasons that Barabow was not extended a qualifying offer. Jesper Wallstead's going to be in Iowa next year. And so Jesper Wallstead is going to get a lion's share of the starts, most of them, because the Wild want him to fully develop and, uh, and really get himself uh, a ton of playing experience uh, in the AHL because, as the, uh, the Wild saw with Matt Boldy, it, it's going to be pretty easy to tell. If Wallstead dominates at the AHL level, then he's ready to rock. Goalie development does take a little longer than forward development center development defenseman development so i think the master plan for the wild is two years of ahl development uh for wallstead with the second year being the hey if he lights it up we'll we'll elevate him but the wild really want wallstead to get a um a ton of the starts to give him an opportunity to get acclimated and then to really get some, uh, some good reps in. So your Iowa wilds goalie rotation, Jesper Walstead, Zane McIntyre, that's all there is to it. Hunter Jones still in the system down at the ECHL where he had some struggles. And so that once tandem that we thought, you know, Hey, Maybe one of these guys will be something at some point. It's down to one. And uh, Jesper Wallstead, I, I, I don't think it's a stretch to say that Jesper Wallstead's better than both of them. So that's the reason that that was, uh, was not, did not lead to a qualifying offer. Now, we did see Mitchell Chafee get a couple of games with the Wild this season and didn't do anything to stand out in particular. Played, uh, played all right. Um, in terms of just doing what he was asked. So by that account, check the boxes. But we see these guys in Iowa, these younger guys in Iowa, are going to get you know more opportunities over the next few years as we go. So we're going to see the likes of Adam Beckman, Marco Rossi hopefully full-time next year. But... Having these, these young depth guys as the buyouts get a little bit more difficult to deal with makes all the difference because you are then able to inject some, uh, some youth and some energy into the lineup when you need to. But the hope for the Wild is going to be that some of these guys hop in for an injury and end up just staying on the roster. So with Rossi, it's the expectation that he will have a spot and will occupy it for the season. Now, Adam Beckman, one of those other guys down at Iowa, if there's an injury for an extended period of time, those will be the next guys to get an opportunity, and uh, we'll see what they do with it. But, um not surprised that it was a small list of qualifying offers uh, for the Minnesota Wild because, as Bill Guerin said to Cam Talbot's agent, the roster is pretty much set heading into free agency, which could mean one of two things either Bill Guerin has something up his sleeve, or Bill Guerin had a little bit of a vacay planned and didn't want to do anything. Of course, I'm, of course, joking. But didn't want to have to sweat out a lot of things during free agency. So either he's got a plan and wanted to have everything set so that he could start to work with some of the pieces to make it happen. Looking at you, Evgeny Malkin. Or wanted to have it all set so they didn't have to sweat out getting into a bidding war like the team did with Nick Foligno last year. Wanted to have as much figured out as he could heading into free agency, so the Wild we're talking to a couple of guys for a couple of spots. And so that's where we're at. But there are some options for the Wild to look at heading into free agency, and so we'll do that, and we'll have some fun. Maybe he does have some grand master plan uh, that is going to involve some major trades to free up money for somebody. How fun would that be? So... <laughs> We'll talk about that on tomorrow's show, but that's going to wrap it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you're heading over to the Locked on NHL podcast to get a full primer for free agency starting up on Wednesday. Locked on NHL is free and available wherever you listen to your podcast, just like Locked on Wild. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Make sure to follow us wherever you listen And we will keep you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.